Congratulations! You have successfully downloaded episode 3 of the Insert Credit Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gorblax Jaffe, and joining me this week are the only known survivors of the tragedy of E3 2015. LostLevels.org's Frank Zafaldi. Hi. Dyad spokesman Tim Rogers. Hey, what's up? And Game Developer Magazine's Brandon Sheffield. Uh, I got a boring one. Uh, <laughs> loser. You want, a, you want a fun one? Yeah. What do you want? You can make up your own intro. Um, sports enthusiast. Sports enthusiast? <laughs> are you a future sports enthusiast, or are you a current, present-day sports enthusiast? I like the sports of the future. All the sports that have not yet been existed, I'm a big fan of. I think uh, Johnny Witherspoon is definitely going to take the uh, Shazbud Cup. Yeah. Uh, before we begin, a brief apology. Uh, Mark of Yardley, Pennsylvania, astutely pointed out that in last week's episode, I confused Nier's Baron Temple for the Lost Shrine. In light of, yeah, in light of episode one, where I confused uh, Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake with Snake's Revenge, I can't wait to see what mistake I make on this podcast. Let's make sure it's a huge one. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to upset this running theme of me being wrong. Yeah, it's a good thing that the only people who listen to this podcast are people who know way more stuff than uh, us. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that some guy posted like ten comments on the insert credit thread for the last one? Uh, yeah, about the. Uh... I would have read them all if they were in one comment, but then I saw it was ten comments, and that just immediately tripped my. My psycho alarm. Sorry, guy. I mean, I, you, you might be cool. It was about uh, the uh, fighting game community uh, topic from last week. Yep. Oh yeah, he said that we uh, we didn't we should know enough have about, it, about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the future, when we have this format nailed down enough to start bringing guests on the show, maybe we can eventually have somebody from the Evo scene on here to uh, defend his posse. I think we could probably arrange one of those. I think those guys are all over the place. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I I don't know what I said about the fighting game community. I feel like was okay. I didn't. No, think you weird. said that the fighting game community of uh, ten years ago in not. Japan was great. <laughs> yeah, it was great. They actually talked to me and uh, hung out with me. Whereas, I don't know, nobody else in Japan would hang out with me. That, that's the end of that story, though. Okay, yeah. should we get on with the questions then? But why the heck not? Let's break it down. Here we go. First topic. What distinguishes the Ouya from every other failed attempt to create the Uber console? First of all, is it pronounced the Ouya? I believe Ouya. so. Ouya. Oh, because it looks like a Japanese word spelled out, and it looks like it would be Ouya. But... I actually took precaution to make sure that wasn't the stupid mistake I made this week. You okay, actually so... asked me how to pronounce it, and I told you, and then you just got it wrong. <laughs> Did he get it wrong? Yeah, he said ooh yeah, but it's I ooh-yah. said ooh yeah. He said ooh yeah. He said ooh yeah. He did. No ooh yeah. Y a h. Did he say ooh yeah? I sure did. Then my well, ears well, say, have made the mistake this week. I'll tell you <laughs> one thing that doesn't uh, distinguish it from other consoles is uh, they seem to follow the Wii's trend of giving it a stupid name. <laughs> that that uh, it's not just a stupid name. It's it's kind of a nothing stupid name. You know, right. it's like. It's like, why is that the name of your thing? Whereas so now, the Wii, is, at least Nintendo can kind of explain away what the, uh, you know, the Wii, what Wii means, you know. Right. To, to properly answer this question, I want to know what the other Uber consoles are. Is that 
What, the well, radio? Uh, you know, stuff like uh, the Phantom, radio. say. The Phantom? Yeah. Okay. All well, of the, Phantom, uh, the Yoshi box, for instance. I have no idea what the Yoshi box is. Um, uh, they, what about the Pandora? Oh, sure. Yeah. Is that an Uber console? That's like an, a portable Uber console? Well, the, the difference is that Ouya is promising a storefront and uh, trying to attract developers to make original games for it uh, on, a, on an open or somewhat open uh, platform. Um, what what makes it different, I mean, the, the Android part of it, obviously, is, is the, the huge differentiating factor. Um I mean, differentiating it from the Phantom, you know, the Phantom ran Windows and, and had uh, encrypted Windows games. You know, only AAA stuff was was the plan there. The, the plan here is that developers who have always dreamed of making games on the TV will finally have a way of making games on the TV. That seems to be their only sell. I would say the biggest differentiator, uh, aside from it, finally having more vowels than uh, than other shortly named consoles, right. is... Uh, is you got three vowels in it, yeah. If three you count vowels. Y, it's all vowels. Yeah, I sometimes some, count it. Sometimes, wow. Okay, no, so, the Y uh, is definitely not a vowel in this case, by the way, as a person. Yeah, it would have to be a consonant. I, but, yeah, um, it's, yeah, yeah. I think the big difference is Kickstarter. It's that, uh, you know, you can you can just release this thing and uh, see if people want it. Or you can say, hey guys, do you want this thing? And put it on the Kickstarter internet and all the kids go nuts and say, yes, we do want it. I mean, they, they, uh, they've got money for a product before they've got a product. So I think that that's, that's like the biggest, the biggest differentiator. These people that have purchased one from the very beginning are essentially going to be early evangelists for this console uh, in the they, console they, or they, yeah. have, they, have a, they have a little battalion ready to go here. They feel like they, uh, without them, it definitely wouldn't have existed. So it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. they feel more attached to it as a thing. That yeah. Is, yeah, I agree with Brandon. That's, that's, a, that's a huge differentiator for this versus anything else. Um, you know that doesn't really that, uh, that, that that's not to say that that means much for it, but uh, that that's definitely interesting. It'll be interesting to see what becomes of it because of that. I think it kind of, in a way, legitimizes it um, because it's harder to make fun of something when people have already given five million dollars to it or however much it is now. Because it, you know, like when the when the Phantom was coming out, people could loll at it all day. But if the Phantom had come out and actual real life humans had already given it a whole bunch ton of money, it would be a lot harder for, for journalists and such to editorialize about it and say this thing is the worst crap because it was it doesn't it. legitimize the, the uh, overall potential of it. What it legitimizes no, just the is that concept. people. It legitimizes that people think they want that. Yeah, yeah. It is all it legitimizes. I'm still convinced that people are going to get this. They're going to play it for a month or two and then never turn it on again. It'll be kind of like a Wii. Wee. Wee. Wahoo. Yippee. I mean, I think that's, that's the sound of the next question. Yeah. Well, okay. I, okay. Sure. sure. I have a lot more to say, but maybe maybe in a future episode. Maybe. In a design capacity, which games best utilize the concept of time? Time. Hmm. I mean, this is an obvious answer, but I really like Braid for, for time manipulation. Braid's got a good time thing. 
I like Zelda Majora's Mask. That's a good mm. time. Mm. Um, I oddly enough, uh, the first thing that came to my mind was uh, Sonic, where you uh, the first time I ever really felt time pressure in a game was when he's underwater and about to die because of not having air and waiting for for a bubble to come exist that I could breathe from. Uh, but I, I think I'm more going with first rather than best there. Right. I really like the use of time in The Last Express, which was, I mean, you guys know, but for the sake of the audience, was an adventure game made by Jordan Mechner, who did the Prince of Persia series. Um, that game takes place in real time. And, uh, I mean, it's a point-and-click adventure, but things are happening in real time. And it's on a set schedule to where uh, if you didn't get the information needed in time, too bad. That guy's in bed now, and you can't overhear his conversation. It doesn't break the game or anything, but there, but there's a real sense of sort of urgency and, and, a, and, a, and a breathing world because of it. And uh, you don't, like, die and continue. You actually rewind the clock on the story if you... Uh, if you need to go back, which I think was a neat touch. I really wanted to make a game that I may still want to make at some point. Um, where is this the one based on your dream? Yeah, the one. This one based on my dream, um, where <laughs> the world ends every five minutes, and you're the only one that knows that it's coming. And in those five minutes, you. Uh, have to learn as much as possible to try to figure out what's happening, how to avoid it, and uh, or how to save your family or various other things that you can try to figure out. I have uh, always, always wanted a Groundhog Day-inspired game like that, and I hope someone makes it right. Yeah. I, I uh, had a similar idea for a video game a long time ago, uh, probably before Brandon had that dream, I'm pretty sure. And yeah. uh, it was... Uh, it was just like there's a dragon attacking a village, right? Like some sort of medieval village. I, I mean, I use the dragon idea. It's uh, If you want to go to actionbutton.net and read my review of Breath of Fire 5 Dragon Quarter, you can see uh, this idea written down there. That was about five years ago. Um, like where there's a dragon attacking a village and you have 15 minutes to do something. Like to either get out of the village or it's just a 15 minute kind of lushly realized single event and there are hundreds of different things that can happen and it's like how are you going to die? Are you maybe going to escape? Are you maybe going to kill the dragon? There's a whole bunch of different endings. So in terms of time and uh, uh, I think whether, I don't know if it's a time mechanic but I think that Breath of Fire 5 Dragon Quarter kind of uses space like as time like you're trying to escape from 10,000 meters beneath the earth's surface and so it's using distance as like really integral to the game design and there's that that number at the top of the screen you have like this life meter for how much you can use your dragon power before you get just a horrendous hideous perma game over you know that deletes your save file and everything. I think uh, it's not necessarily a time, like a time limit mechanic, but it's it's a time thing, and uh, it, it feels like a time limit. And I mean, I know there's like my little brother. I don't want to diss my little brother, but he can't play any video games. Well, when he was a kid, I don't know how he is now, but he couldn't play a video game that had a time limit in it, like period. Like he just wouldn't play it. He'd just be terrified. Uh, he played Final Fantasy VII. 
and uh, he was like 10 years old and he he like would make me play that 10 minute part where you have like 10 minutes to get out of the nuclear reactor where you only it's not a nuclear reactor it's a earth power reactor or whatever where it only takes like a minute and a half to get out of the darn thing you know but they give you 10 minutes i don't really like time mechanics in games basically at all do, do you turn um, the timer off in uh versus fighting games uh, I don't always, but sometimes I do. I mean, if you've watched a uh, high-level um, Street Fighter Cross Tekken play, those things end... Well, at, sorry, at the very beginning, anyway, they were ending in draws all the time because it was yeah. uh, it was not balanced right for that. I think it's a lot more interesting to see who can win than to see who can win in a certain amount of time. I mean, there's a there's a certain interesting element yeah. to, to time pressure, but I, I think there are better ways to encourage, uh, the encourage best, progress. The best fighting game win condition is ring out. Is uh, That's what I think. I think ring you, out you is must, in uh, Virtual Fighter. You must oh. really like Bariki 1. Yeah. Oh, and uh, <laughs> I wanted to say that the best, the best use of time ever in a game is SOS, known as Septentrion in uh, Japan where a ship is sinking and you have exactly one hour to get out. And every time you fall, like, off of a ledge, you uh, you, you black out for five minutes. Oh, man, the only that sounds time, pretty good. It's it's the greatest thing ever. And the only time they show you how much time is remaining is when you fall. And then it blacks out and it says 45 minutes remaining. And every 15 minutes, okay, I don't quote me on this, but every, like, set period of time the ship turns a certain angle until it's eventually completely upside down. And it's all mode 7. And all you do in the game is run, jump, grab ledges, climb. You have 60 minutes to get out. You can rescue all, uh, some of the other passengers, all of the other passengers, the captain. You know, like there's little things you can do. I would recommend that. Is that the scream wow. sound? Is that what the scream sound has been reduced to now? Um, there have been a lot of complaints. Man. It's true. People are noobs. I'm gonna yeah, just go ahead and leave it at that volume, and I'll uh, I'll tell Toops to uh, overlay it and turn it up. Let's hurry up with the next question. Okay, let's Do hurry it. up with the next question. Uh, Comic Con was this past weekend, so let's talk superheroes. Who would win in a fight? Arkham City Batman or Lego Batman? <laughs> oh man! Well, well, Lego Batman can just put himself back together if anything bad. Exactly happens. what I was gonna say. Yeah, so I think of- there's no contest here. Wait, how are we? How are we quantifying win though? Like, I'm I'm going pure like duel to the Bat- death here. Batman doesn't kill though. But does Lego Batman? I don't know. Lego Batman breaks uh, robbers and crooks apart by the hundreds. Okay, but let's just assume that neither of them will kill. So one has to what? Outsmart the ring other, out. tame ring the out. other. Ring out. ring out, okay, ring it's out. It's got to be a ring out. <laughs> <laughs> if it's ring out, then uh, I might have to go Arkham, Arkham City Batman. Cause, uh, Arkham like, City Batman has a lot more tools and things. Arkham City Lego Batman is, is pretty ripped as well. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, they're probably equally, you know, they're in a fist fight or something. And Lego Batman, I think, is probably a lot smaller and easier yeah, to throw he's around. Like, he's probably the size of a Lego. Yeah, basically. so... Yeah, you know, just really step just, on the guy. Yeah, step on him, and that'll that'll kind of like stun him, and then you pick him up and throw him. Have you ever stepped on a Lego though? That's yeah, hurt. But he's got yeah, shoes but he has, on, like, thick man. boots. Yeah, yeah. He's got big old also, thick, like probably bulletproof boots, actually. 
What if uh, what if Lego Batman somehow snuck into his food and got inside of him in different parts and then uh, got back together inside of of, uh, of Batman of Arkham City Batman and then uh, destroyed him from the inside? You know, Batman would do that. That would be how he'd outsmart his enemy. He'd get inside him. Yep. Man, I'm in your head. So wait, wait, how would you ring out Batman, though? He's got his little hook, grappling hook gun that he can just shoot to pull himself back in. Would it just be like sumo wrestling one foot over the the, the edge? You have to distract him with poison ivy. Uh, <laughs> or wait, or Catwoman. Catwoman is in trouble, and he's like, oh no, I must save a person. And then other Batman uh, is meaner for some reason and ring out do, uh, does a ring out on the other fella. Are we well, talking about they... Arkham City Catwoman or Lego Catwoman? It depends on who's getting ringed out to did. Yeah, I agree. And the meaner Batman, if he's actually meaner, could uh, bring up the whole dead parents thing and distract right. the other Batman. Uh, Arkham City Batman is kind of a jerk. Arkham City Batman is a he's a he's I, I don't know he's a bit of a jerk, but he's got the voice of Batman from Batman the Animated Series. Wait yeah. a minute, is Lego is the new Lego Batman doesn't it have voices in it now? Uh yeah, Will Arnett of uh Arrested Development theme uh voices Batman. That's that's incredible. Sort of. It's it's incredible that they're like, yeah, so uh we've got voices in Lego Batman in our, in our Lego games now and it's like, well wait, but you didn't have them before as like a stylistic choice. So now uh changing the style is a feature like like yeah. reverting Reverting a core stylistic choice behind your product is is a feature now. It's we like, heard your feedback, fans. It's it's like it's like you know we we heard that some people like more people like Crunch Berries than regular Captain Crunch. So we're just going to go ahead and make regular Captain Crunch have Crunch Berries in it. It's it's like that. Is that what it is? Tim, weren't you just making the argument two weeks ago that Zelda would work better with voice acting? That's because Zelda has a story which is told. Uh, Kind of, I mean, it, it's got some talky story to it. There's people talking at you all the time, you know. Whereas in Lego Batman, you just or Lego Star Wars, it's like, yeah, you've seen Star Wars before, so watch us summarize this five minute scene with, you know, a, a ten second lull, you know. And I think that that actually works really well for those Lego games. I don't really think there's anything wrong with changing things as long as it's done with purpose and uh, intention. I mean, those Lego games are pretty popular, and the kids like them, and the kids like hearing the voices. And uh, you know, this is not like this is not like a serious Batman game. This is a this is a game for the for the kids to jump around in and you know make things. Do we want Do we apart. want our kids uh, admiring Batman? Batman is a Batman is kind of a dark. Twisted soul. He's a sad individual. Well, I like yeah, how I turned out, and uh, I like yeah. Batman a lot when I was a kid. So I agree. Well, I don't know. Shouldn't our Freaking kids Grimm's all fairy tales, dude? Like, shouldn't all uh, of our kids play? Uh, uh, Bait- Viva Pinata. Get trophies. Like, like, shouldn't we just be encouraging people? It's like Batman's. Batman's parents are dead. I wish my parents were dead. Isn't, isn't yeah? I'm sure that that's Batman? exactly what they jump to. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what a lot of kids do think, though. <laughs> isn't that the whole sure. romanticism behind Huckleberry Finn, though? That's not new. No, that's Huckleberry. Yeah, it yeah. isn't. 
Huckleberry, no, Huckleberry Finn does have dead parents as well. Yeah, Huckleberry Hound killed his parents. This is the storyline. <laughs> okay, next week we're going to ask who would win in a fight between Huckleberry Hound and Huckleberry Finn. Okay. Would it, right. be, uh, would it be Huckleberry Finn from Squaresoft's uh, Adventures of Tom Sawyer game? You can use any Huckleberry Finn you like. <laughs> what about the Dark Knight Rises Batman? Would he win against Lego Batman? He's got a gravelly voice. Sure. He's about as, uh, yeah. Well, Will Arnett also has a gravelly voice. I can't make any funny spoiler jokes because uh, people will have seen the movie by the time they hear this. Yeah, oh, man. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Nobody, I don't know anybody who's seen it. I haven't seen it. I know of people who have seen it. Hey, Brandon and Frank, do you guys want to go see it? Yeah, when do you want to see it? I don't know, Saturday? Sunday? Sunday, Sunday, uh, Sunday was better for me. <laughs> I guess we can't discuss the movie. How about that? Is that better? Is that loud enough for you guys? That's good. All right. Okay, next, next question. We'll talk about Batman afterward. What's okay. inside Molyneux's box? What's inside? <laughs> what's what's Green. inside the, cur- the curiosity box? Yeah. 22 cans. You're, you're going to click on it, and then the, the person to uh, to get to the middle of it gets a, uh, a free download code for Dyad on the PlayStation Store. Because that's the most amazing thing you could possibly experience. Yeah, it's going to be just, uh, you're going to have 12 digits there. And then if you enter those into the PlayStation uh, Network's redeem code section, it's going to give you Dyad. How many clicks does it take to get to the center of Molly News Mystery Box? I would probably uh, give it... Let's ask Mr. Owl. <laughs> <laughs> this all I, sounds I, vaguely sexual, and I don't know if I'm into this. Do you, have you, uh, you, you know this thing, right? Frank. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe this is the final and most scientific way to measure what exactly people would do for a Klondike bar. Mm. Well, maybe there's a Klondike bar inside. Exactly. Yeah, that that might be it. Maybe it's a freezer. Only one. Only one person is going to witness it. They won't know when they're about to witness it. Chances of them whipping out a video camera and recording it are are very slim. Probably. Is the game going to be free to play? Yes, there's a diamond chisel that will chisel 10,000 times. There's a, like there's the $10,000 chisel. Uh, yeah, 50,000, I believe. 50,000 uh, like, yeah. 50,000, that's, that's ridiculous. So, like, in all seriousness, like, what can possibly be inside? I've played all of the art games, okay? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to, like... Ever. I, I've played all of the big ones that people talk about, and they all have, like, okay, I don't want to spoil the ending of Dyad for anybody out there, but it's, again, as I said in my promo, uh, the, the closing stage, you might want to be careful or you will accidentally chew your tongue into hamburger as you witness the ending. You, you will chew your tongue into hamburger. So, like, but, like, okay, the last stage of Res, basically what what you do to make... A beautiful experience in a quote-unquote artistic game is just have a bunch of stupid lights and uh, music that sounds a little bit different. Is it like you're going to chip down to the middle of this cube and you're going to get like three seconds of a Jeff Minter light show or something? Is it going to be... Molyneux says it's going to be something unexplainable and beautiful. Like, I mean, I I can only... uh, Assume it's going to be some sort of Jeff Minter light show. That's what I think. It's inside. probably uh, it's probably a relationship with a dog. That's yeah, this thing called a dog. We Milo is inside of it. 
Yeah, my, Milo's I, in there. My actual theory is that it may be the opportunity to work with Peter Molyneux on his next game. That would be like he. I guess. I guess it would be good to have an obsessive compulsive person to work with you. Yeah, because yeah. they can get a lot of stuff done. Who's going to win this game, though? The person who clicks the most, or the person who uh, signs in one day and just clicks? That's the Captain fear we clicks. all have going into the uh, the workplace uh, every day. You know, is is some jerk just going to walk in and take all the credit for everybody else's hard work? And that's that's exactly what's going to happen. I don't want to think of a video game in terms of work, so I'm going to just not. I'm not going to click on Peter Molyneux's box. Not even once. Not even once. I, I will opt out, and I think he's expecting that to be a uh, some sort of a decision, a game that people choose not to play. There are lots of games that lots of people choose not to play, so he's making one that you know a certain type of person is going to choose not to play. And uh, that's me. And other it's people. A very, it's a very uh, Ian Bogost-like video game that he's trying to make here. I mean, Oh, it, absolutely. It feels quite like a troll that has already been done, which is a bit of an odd tactic to take. Yeah. I hope it's just a picture of Peter Molyneux in there. <laughs> Giving yeah. a thumbs up, I hope. Yeah. Good job, guys. You got in there. Good job, Welcome dude. to my box. You're in my box. Maybe it's uh, ten thousand dollars. Ooh! He'll send you a live video stream of Peter Molyneux. Like he knows when it's going to happen, and he's and he's got his webcam set up. And he's like, "Hi, you made it. How's it going?" And you get to talk yeah. to him for ten minutes, and then he's too busy and he has to leave, and that's what you find. Maybe it's God. I uh, I met a guy a couple of years ago who was uh, he, he had he was a very very rich man, and he was. Uh, talking to a lot of video game developers about possibly setting up AI simulation uh, for uh, virtual reality AI simulations for Buddha and Jesus and uh, all this stuff. Maybe he hooked up with Peter Molyneux somewhere along the way. Guy was a bit kooky, you know? Yeah, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, but he had hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. So, you know, he was all about getting this idea out there. But apparently I'm surprised I that he was kooky. I hadn't gone to Burning Man enough times to uh, be his man, though, so. Seems for uh, kooky, that's good enough for me. Kooky. <laughs> kooky, 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 kooky starts with C. It doesn't. Kooky. Okay, right. are we done? Are yeah, we we're done. done. Let's move on Bye, to the new. Bye, Pete. Bye, Pete. What is the like Seinfeld Peter. of video games? The Seinfeld of video games? Oh, God. Holy shnikes. Mm. That's a really good I made question. a joke about that recently. Now I don't remember it. God darn it. Oh, you should remember it quickly. I know. Yeah, what's the deal with something? What's right. the deal? Yeah. What, are, what are the defining characteristics of Seinfeld? Well, it's a show about nothing. Um, oh, for the show, not the, not the person. Okay. No, not who is the Seinfeld of video games. What is the Seinfeld of video games? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the Seinfeld, the TV show. Italicized the- Seinfeld. Okay. Do I italicize show names? I think you do. I think yeah. you're right. Okay. Um, well, I guess it would be some kind of uh, postmodern kind of revisionist thing that is constantly questioning uh, not the state of the medium. Well, okay, it's not exactly postmodern. So it's a, it's a modernist then uh, critique of culture. Um, 
at, yeah, at every Yeah, because Seinfeld isn't a critique of television, it's a critique no, of life, it's a right? critique of right. life. There's nothing meta about Seinfeld. Right. So, uh, man, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, it is. What what deals with with life in a way that is... <laughs> what deals with what's the deal? What's the deal with life? What's the um, deal with things that deal with stuff? <laughs> <laughs> this is a really hard question. Yeah, I it's think a really this is good one. six minutes on this. It's a very complex question. It's a, it has many layers. Uh, there was season four of Seinfeld in which they pitched the show about nothing to NBC. They pitched the show that they were on. Oh, so maybe Sega Gaga is the Seinfeld of video games. That could be, but that's that's kind of set up more like a T. That's like intentionally like a TV show. Yeah, I think it's probably uh, the B game, the video game. <laughs> <laughs> The B game, the video, the B movie. Yeah, B movie, the game. The B movie, yeah. Sorry, yeah, the B movie, the video game. I can't. That movie was that movie was pretty great. Okay, well, not what really. about? Would it would it, it be had maybe that racist be, game. Uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong, the official game of the movie? I think uh, in in all, I, I think uh, maybe Earthbound is the closest you can get to a a, a Seinfeld level. Of, yeah, I, of, uh, of yeah, I agree. Cookie. I didn't want to bring that up yet again. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, the best I'm just example of most things, but damn it! I mean, there are a lot of Japanese games from the '90s, early '90s, that have that kind of kooky feeling to them. That is not not a kooky feeling necessarily. I'm not saying that Earthbound is just a kooky game, or that Seinfeld is just a kooky show. Got cookies. I'm so hungry for cookies now. <laughs> but uh, oh god, cookies! Oh God! I want a cookie. Um, um, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna make a uh, a, a typical counter argument for me um, that uh, Tengai Machio. Could oh be. yeah, those good old games. Yeah, Far East of Eden uh, on the, on the good old PC engine because that that game was definitely critiquing critiquing culture all the way from feudal Japan through modern times. So. Uh, they really, they really had a plan there to keep on making fun of that, of the way life was. But it was a very, it was a very stilted and distinct view of life. Um, but I guess that's that's how Seinfeld is because they're really talking about, you know, New York and being Jewish or having Jewish friends or other things that are related to Jews. How about uh, The Sims? Huh. Yeah, I don't know how to follow that up, but the, that's kind of a game about nothing. I yeah, posted uh, just just yesterday on the Twitter. I'm sure you all saw it because uh, I'm cool on Twitter. But uh, I posted how the middle part of an Ernest Hemingway novel is a really good reading on an airplane because it's kind of like scrolling through somebody's Facebook wall, right? Like, uh, because it's, it's all just, uh, kind of status updates. It's like, we, we went to the mountains. It was hot. The shadows were long. There were trees. The water was cold. We stored the wine under a rock to keep it cold. You know, we fished. We met an Englishman at the inn, you know? So it's like, I, I've realized that Facebook basically is modern literature. I'm not, I'm I, I'm extending in a little bit here, but uh, yeah. So in that way, maybe The Sims is the Seinfeld of video games because it's uh, 
it's it's kind of about nothing. It's about life. It's about people just kind of interacting in these you can set up these stupid situations you know you can you can lock your you can wall your sim up and watch him pee his pants and then die that's right? like the episode of seinfeld where they're trapped in the parking garage basically to a t exactly it's almost, say, almost the same the, kind of humor uh, the sims is not structured and seinfeld is very structured so i i think i might go back to the earthbound tengai machio i mean if you were going to I guess if you were going to make if you were going to make a video game of Seinfeld you might allow something like that but um okay, you're asking think, what the analogy is I think I've got it it's Wonder Project J for the Nintendo 64 where you have a uh, do you do you guys know this game No there's yeah. you're you're like a fairy who is helping some inventor's Pinocchio robot uh become more learn human behaviors and there's yeah, a plot you, you might as plot. well go back to... Uh... That, There's a plot. That yeah. really pained me because I really wanted to hear more about that, but that's the rules. Princess Maker. <laughs> okay. I, I want to point out, unrelated, um, for the rest of this podcast, I am very casually watching SOS in the background on my Super Nintendo. Maybe we uh, all should watch SOS on our Super Nintendo as we listen to this podcast. Turn them all on. Okay. I've, I've already watched it uh, many, many times if you know what i mean yeah imagine dead or alive extreme beach volleyball has been granted another sequel but the fans are demanding a more robust story mode write that story <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, oh lord so basically what we've got is we've got a setup where we've got a bunch of character like i'm thinking in terms of a development standpoint you've got a bunch of character models that are done animations that are done they haven't updated those character designs since the dreamcast era they haven't added they haven't added any polygons they've just made them higher resolution well maybe there's more polygons i don't know they still look like you can flip through the character select screen and all the girls have the same god darn face don't try to tell me that they're they're distinct in any way. They have the exact same face, which is different eye colors and hair color and hairstyles. It's it's creepy. Uh, so they've got all those graphics and they've got them in their bikinis. So if they're going to add some characters, I would say, uh, you know, the, the Dead or Alive games have breasts flopping around while ladies are fighting. So uh, we've got breasts flopping around while ladies are playing volleyball. So maybe you're playing. Really I don't feel like you're on topic here. Yeah, this is like, kind oh, of drifting away from story. This is like really have, no, no, it's, have it's not, to do it's with not. story. I'm, I'm thinking uh, if you've got all of that stuff, you're going to end up, you've got to make a game that's about volleyball and girls in their bikinis. So they've got to be playing volleyball for some purpose. So I think it should be uh, some demon has enslaved the island and they're playing volleyball against demons or something. I think it's a good start. Playing volleyball for the for the uh, fate of humanity, and they have to, uh, man, I don't know. They have to uh, volley with any time the 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 ball gets dropped. It's it's they it's a, a human dies in the world. Or maybe maybe you get to see them having their toes amputated one at a time. Every time <laughs> every time you lose a game, you see uh, uh, one of your one of your player. You have to choose one character to have their one of her toes <laughs> off with a pair of pliers. I think you that would require new models, though. I, I really doubt they've rendered their feet so that each toe is individual. Uh, that's right. too bad. Uh, well, they're, they're, they've got jet ski in the game now, right? They've got jet skiing. Yeah. They could have like your jet ski chasing. 
a guy. Like I feel like, like there's no there's just no way to turn this around and make it a uh, a positive um, kind of uh, uh, empowering video game for these ladies. The fans would not stand for any story that requires them to put on regular clothes. Is the yeah. problem? So they would have to be very rushed. They would have to be very. They would have to be in a hurry. They would have to be stressed in order to be staying in their bikinis, right? They they, yeah. they they literally have to have no time to put on normal clothes in the story. Okay, so so there's a constant forward. So it's kind of you, you could kind of do a run Lola run sort of scenario, right? Where Incredible there's just crisis. yeah, or like Incredible Crisis. There's, you just have to keep moving. There is just always forward momentum. You just have to go. Uh, and uh, have volleyballs. And have volleyball. Do they have to play volleyball? I guess they do have to play volleyball. It's in the name. I think, I think the volleyball has to be there. Well, the latest game in the series was Dead or Alive Paradise, which eschewed the volleyball part completely from the title. Yeah, okay. I think okay. it would be pretty cool if they did uh, something that focused more on on the, the Dead or Alive aspect. Like, um, you know, take it further than, than clipping off the toe, and, and every time... You know, a character loses at volleyball; they're dead forever, and it's it's like battle royale with volleyball, and uh, and and the last person standing is the most ruthless bikini-clad um, volleyball battler. There should be a reality end, show president. kind of. In the end, what the president? She's the president at the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's excellent. Automatically. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking between games, there should be like a Sims-style reality show. Uh, in the beach house where you're trying to like poison the other girls to kill them. Ooh. So that they can't fight. Lego Batman, you could get them right in there. (laughs) They could be like a, a, they could be some sort of spy party, the Sims style, uh, thing between matches. And there's gotta be some sort of ruthless psychopath, uh, Shang Tsung, uh, sort of lord of the island who is forcing this contest. And you have to choose the, and you get to choose how the woman is, is killed. That's that seems to be the what the uh, the fans of the like the people who actually pay for these games like would probably like that because they're weird individuals. I mean, can't you just why would you buy those Dead or Alive Extreme Beach volleyball games? There's no game. The women look like they're made of plastic. Like, are you just afraid of porn? Is that what it is? Are you afraid? Some people really like women that look like plastic. I mean, I don't that's, get why, it. That, that's why plastic surgery continues to be popular. It's got plastic right in the name. It's got, like, what about Botox? Is that plastic? Oh, God, it's so horrible. That's botulism. Botulism? Yeah, I want, I knew- Botox stands for botulism toxin. Botulism toxin. They wow. really botched that one. Okay, I, guys. I like- yeah, should we move on? Did we get Story mode over. Plot? Yeah, uh, yeah, you got the plot. Aaron Boag asks, is the PS Vita actually worth buying right now? No. No. The end. Next question. Who asked that question? Aaron Boag. Oh, Aaron Boag. That's kind of a cool name. I, 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 I like the Vita. I like it as a... Uh, it's a goddamn fine piece of plastic. Yeah, know? it looks cool. It's it fun to hold. Good. It's really light. Yeah, but it's like, what am I going to do with it? I like. I, I'll admit, I haven't actually really played any Vita games because uh, every time I go to 
like Target, and I'm like, I'm going to check out some of these demos on the Vita kiosk. And then it takes like 30 seconds. I, I tried to play that Gravity Rush. It, it takes like three minutes before you're in the game. You know, there's like this epilepsy warning, this unskippable epilepsy warning before every demo that's like 30 seconds long, you know, and it's like I, I can't even get into the games to play them. And uh, well, even if you did, I have one. Even if you did, there's I haven't played Gravity Rush yet, granted, but of the games that I do have and I have many because Sony keeps sending me them, um, none are really worth your time. They're just sort of rush to market, you know, launch things that that uh, sort of take advantage of the fact they're, that they're on the Vita but aren't, like, real games. Uh, and the best games on there right now are just uh, games that exist elsewhere, like, like Rayman, uh, Origins. Rayman, Rayman Origins and the Metal Gear Collection. And I'm told that the Mortal Kombat port is pretty good, but uh, I wouldn't know. I don't want to play a fighting game on a little... I don't either. On that, on a dainty little console, I'd, I need to like, you know, you know. I think it would be cool to, to have like something like. It'd be cool to have something like Gran Turismo on there, you know. So I could. It'll be some worth laps. buying. It'll it'll be worth buying when PlayStation All Star Fighting whatever comes out because that'll be a really hot game. I want some. Uh, I want a 2D platformer game that's really cool. That's not Rayman Origins, even though I like Rayman Origins. I want more. Uh, I want to play 2D platformer games on the bus, and I, you know, yeah. And uh, and I, I like the Vita's OLED screen. I'd like to play some OLED 2D platformers on the bus, and I don't have those. And uh, they're putting like everything that's been announced for it is what like Final Fantasy X HD or something. It's like, do I really want to play Final Fantasy X again? It's I remember when the DS uh, got really popular in the Japan when there were. Uh, those brain training games out. It was just and this this incredible amount of uh, awesome Super Nintendo style JRPGs coming out for it. So I wish the Vita had its uh, its uh, brain training level event, so that there could be a whole bunch of awesome Super Nintendo style RPGs from Taito and uh, whoever else. I don't think it's going to come though. I, yeah, uh, that's too bad. That's really yeah. too bad because again, god darn fine piece of plastic that thing. Yeah, I don't think any developer has any reason to make a Vita game yet, especially not Japanese developers. That thing yeah. is I mean, tanking over there. Yeah, they got a. It's it's the double-edged sword of they've got to create the reason, but they're afraid to create the reason because no one has created the reason. I don't know if you've seen like all the saw all those company statements like one month after the Vita came out where they said, well. We're gonna kind of cancel most of our Vita game development now because it's not succeeding. It's like hmm. yeah. Mm. yeah, the the DS was not uh, succeeding incredibly well when it came out. People are people are just scared, and I mean rightfully so, I guess, because you know who knows anything anymore? Is it all about iPhones, iPads, whatever? You know. Well, by this point in the DS's life, I think we knew. Maybe I'm wrong. Did we, did, yeah. we, did we know unanimously that it was going to be a huge success? I feel like until brain training in Japan, it was not sealed. Brain age, brainage, as it's called. Brainage. It wasn't sealed, but it was still like a a positive, maybe. Whereas the Vita is just like no one has any reason to believe that this will ever succeed yet. Sony hasn't even announced any games, for God's sake. 
Th- there was also the- another time back then. I mean, the yeah. when the when the DS came out, it didn't matter so much about the the iPhone and and the Androids and the iPads. Like that that business was not was not a threat if you wanted to play a, a game while you were on the bus. Nintendo DS was kind of it, so you you got it or you didn't want that experience. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what was a heck of a game on the DS was that Kirby, uh, whatever it was called, Canvas Curse or whatever, where you're drawing. They have a terrible name for a game, but you're drawing a path, you know, and uh, Kirby's kind of rolling down the path that you're drawing. You're making ramps, you know. Yeah, that was a heck. Game. That was a heck of a game. I played that, and I'm like, yeah, touch screens are cool. So I wish the Vita would have something like that would do that for rear touch for me. Speaking I, what uh, I'm saying, what I'm saying yeah. is I want to make a 2D platform game for the Vita. And we'll do uh, it. I think I, I'm not going to stop. Yeah, I'm going to give it a try. What do you guys think? Do it. Uh, the main character is going to be a corgi. I just okay. I just went ahead and spoiled that. I'm going to make it's going to be about a corgi because corgis are cool. So it's going to be better. It's going to be the new Sonic the Hedgehog. Then uh, Aaron Boag. You may buy a PlayStation Vita. Um, going back to Seinfeld, I think that we should make Kirby your enthusiasm for a uh, Kirby your enthusiasm. Is this is this uh, Skype connection getting really scrambled for anybody? Yeah, it's but me? completely terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, it sounds it, great on my end, and that's what matters. Oh, excellent. Let us continue oh, that. You sound good? Okay. Okay. Like, I, I basically can't hear other people that when they're talking. It's great. We finished just under the buzzer, so let's keep going. I want to ask you, do you think love can bloom even on shagagamer.com? <laughs> oh, uh, well, man. I think I think Shagagamer is like... Uh, I've never heard of this right until right now. Shaggy Gamer is an offshoot. I think you've got the gist, yeah. Of, of like... Whoa! Yeah. I'm looking at this now. This guy has insane hair on his stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Picture at the top that is uh, uh, really freaking me out. So is that that the shag? Yeah, I guess that's the shag. He's a carpet. Are you you guys seeing this? Shaggy Gamer is not about love. It's about hooking up with other gamers. I don't want to hook up. That's not. Your, it's not your choice. You I want. I want to disconnect from other gamers. No, you have to. Honest. You have to hook up with them. Yeah, as a gamer, you have to shag other gamers. It's part of. The, I mean, they take your card away if you don't. If I were like having sex with a girl, like uh-huh. okay, again, this is this is completely hypothetical, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she just kind of stopped me to say, "BT Dub, I play video games. BT Dub, I play video games." Like I would go, "What?" And I would, I would be like, you know, I would begin the, lo- the laborious process of, of removing myself from her. And then I would be like, I'm sorry, we can't, uh, you know, I can't keep doing this. I'm sorry. God, this, this, this friggin' site here, not only are they people that self-identify as gamers, they're also British. Like, if you, if you want the yeah. one punch... It's the UK. <laughs> oh, man, so I'm looking at the... Uh, you know, online now, it's like, it's all dudes. That's incredible. I am, sure. like, 100% sure that one of the lady pictures that I saw last time I went there is the same lady picture that shows up on Facebook when you don't have a girlfriend. Mm. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> either either that's that's a woman who's really funny, it's a, man, it's a man who's incredibly funny, or it's a website that is the funniest thing on earth. 
That's, it's, it's one of those things. I like this dude's, uh, his, his attempt at a come hither stare. It, it kind of looks like he's, uh, he's really trying to pinch one off there. He's just like, almost. It seems like he's, he's trying to contemplate the logistics of pooping out the front. Mm-hmm. You could maybe do like. it. It looks like he's going, if I make a little corkscrew with my rectum, can I get the poop to come out of my pee hole? Like a duck. And he goes, possibly. <laughs> um, uh, this, uh, I also like their logo that implies that you should shoot each other. Yeah, yeah, this whole gun going. So that's what games are? Games are about pistols? It's about Shag reaching out and touching someone with your gun. Shag a gamer, shoot them, and bury them in your, in the, in your yard should be the full URL. The girl on the right looks like she's uh, on drugs, too. I, I don't or want- a man. I mean, if you just if you isolate her face, she looks. She kind of looks like she should be wielding a medieval sword, um, and have a like a, a, a little beard. Uh, yeah, I want to make some kind of joke about opening chests. Yeah, sure. Mm. Yeah. Sure. You, you you shoot them, then you tear open their chest and pull out their still bleeding heart. <laughs> and then it makes a Zelda sound. You hold it up in the air. We should make the American equivalent of this. Call it bonagamer.com. <laughs> and then and then we can have a, a sister site of that, which is bonergamer.com. I would rather read bonergamer.com. Then we could have a sh- uh, shagaboner.com. Yeah, because the URL for bonagamer would read like boneagamer. 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 <laughs> well, this is shagagamer. Shagagamar. Shagagamar. I resurrect the old god Shagagamar. 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 Daffy, you're not allowed to worship any idols like that. I'm not. I'm not allowed to worship graven images. Don't worship the graven image of Shagagamar. I would love to play a game starring or where you have to defeat Shagagamar. And, bo- and what, what about Boneagamer? I thought Shigakamer yep. was the guy who ate the Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> those, those freaking nice. Smurfs. Shigargamel, that's what they... <laughs> <laughs> that would be my username on this, Shigargamel. Oh, Shagagamer t- Sh- 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 TV.com is launching soon. Oh, nice. I can't wait. Gamer- Watch our hot gamer girl Jessica give you gamer guys all the dating tips you need to get successfully laid. <laughs> number one, wash your hair. Uh, number two, uh, don't care about what people think about anything. <laughs> that's uh, right. And then uh, that's it. That's all you need. Most people who don't care what people think don't wash themselves, right? So it's mm. like if you if you you can jump that hurdle real quick. The whole people thinking you're dirty. Normally, that's the main reason you don't. You, you would never approach and talk to a homeless person usually because they're dirty, right? So obviously, if, yeah. If yeah. somebody were clean, you know, there you go. That's it. That's that's the end of my. Uh, I don't think you need to watch Chicago or TV to understand that. I just have so, to say that when I, when I clicked on the South Africa tab because you you can choose your country, um, uh, that's one UK, Ireland, America, Australia. South Africa. When you click South Africa, it shows you all people from uh, the southern United States. That's incredible. What is that? Wow. What? (laughs) Well, it's A-South. 
<laughs> it is. Okay, it I is. think I think I've just clipped out our cover image for this week's podcast. Fantastic. Uh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it in to uh It's Chicago. Yeah, it's it's from Chicago. Just, just in time. Just uh, in time. It's the year two thousand, and gaming webcomics are experiencing the very height of their popularity. What is the insert credit webcomic like? Oh man. God, it's terrible. Three word phrase. No, it would it would be awful. It would be it would be like, okay, you know that uh you know that comic that's probably not real about the kid who uh who found presents from his dead mom in uh on uh yeah. uh Animal Animal Crossing. Crossing. that's what the insert credit webcomic would be. It would all be about um finding like, presents from your dead mom. Yeah, that's that it would just be that. Or occasionally something funny by accident. What was that webcomic where the the guy's girlfriend was pregnant? Like the main character's girlfriend was pregnant, and the writer had You're, not actually uh, the, the writer didn't like have a, have did not have a pregnant girlfriend or anything. But his his written his comic counterpart had a had a pregnant girlfriend. Did that like eight months into the story arc? It's like she had a miscarriage. And that was like, Control one, Alt Delete. Oh, that's that was uh, I'd never heard of that comic until the day that the the miscarriage occurred and people on the select button forums were linking to it and I read through a couple of that I was like oh my god this is this is terrible it's like the jokes are it's like the the, the comics are like eight panels and the punchline is like just like kind of in there somewhere and then it's not really a punchline it's more like kind of a you know like poking somebody's backpack with your index finger line you know. It's like, well, what's going on here? Uh, I think that the insert credit webcomic would probably be a lot like that. You know, I, I think actually maybe um, if we were to be somewhat optimistic, the the insert credit podcast might be um, <clears throat> a lesson is learned, but the damage is irreversible by uh, by David Hellman and uh, that other, for Braid. and that other guy. Yeah, yeah that other guy who who wrote who story. wrote it. And was pretty funny. I think uh, the insert credit webcomic would have been like those comics that Persona did on Game Set Watch. Yeah. It, we I, There actually was. I do believe we asked him once to do like comics. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've, like yeah. webcomics. And then we just never, like many things, like our, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to turn this website into something. You know, it's like, yep. it just never happened. I never well, we're doing that. it now. This yeah, we're doing it now. doing it. This podcast is actually number one podcast on the internet right now. Did you guys know that? I did. We've got what's like we've got like sixty four million listeners right now. Did you not get Time Magazine right on the cover? Yeah, don't you get Time Magazine? Oh, sorry, Brandon. I think I've been taking your Time Magazine. I I, I walk all the way over to your house. uh, Who's to say that Insert Credit isn't a Sprite comic, like with Mega Man recolors? Oh, me. I'm to say that. I'm to say that it's not that. What if it was Bonk recolors, Brandon? No, I don't think that would ever be... I think that that would have always felt too lame and juvenile to me. I don't think that that would ever have... That would never have flown. I mean, I I denied the guy that that wrote the zombie Lincoln story for The, for the Sun, uh, and he, he wrote about Bat Boy for the Weekly World News. I didn't let him write for insert credit because... I thought that he wasn't good enough. So I don't think there's any way that a sprite retile thing comic would have been our webcomic. Yeah. Well, what if it was about eating lunch and how eating lunch is like playing Fantasy Star? 
Uh, that well, that's 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 Tim's arena. I uh, hey, I, I never talked about Fantasy lunch. Star. Yeah, that's Eric John. Hey, we can't yeah, say we yeah, don't talk about Fantasy Star. Our logo is fan art of Fantasy Star. We've yeah. had, we have mentioned Fantasy Star in every podcast so far. Fantasy Star is cool. Fan yeah, like PH. 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 PH and TASY. Fantastar. PH balanced for her. Fantastar, that's a drink, right? Yeah. I think the Jugglers drank it. Boy, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of peripheral almost references that we just made in a row. <laughs> yeah. I like, uh, I, I mean, okay, if Vincent Credit were a webcomic, I think it would be basically uh, just like Penny Arcade, except uh, much cooler. I think that's that's what it would be like at the end. Or rape jokes. It would be it would be me and Brandon as Penny Arcade characters. My guy would be like really really muscular, <laughs> and uh, Brandon's guy would be. Uh, I don't know. What would Brandon's guy be? I don't know. A werewolf. He'd, be, he'd well, be a werewolf. Brandon's guy would be a vampire werewolf. <laughs> yeah, a vamp wolf. Ah, there you go. A vamp wolf. So he's always the vampire, and only during a full moon is he a werewolf. And right. me and Brandon would just smack talk video games. It'd be like Beavis and Butthead. It would just be us looking forward, looking at the quote-unquote viewer, as though with game controllers in our hands, just smack talking video games. It would like just podcast. It would be the same three frames every issue that's sometimes brandon would be a werewolf during isn't the that exactly what your dyad ad was basically yeah so it's just two guys sitting on a sofa one of them holding a controller and then both of them smack talking th- a three frame punchline. if there's any intrepid artist out there who wants to start doing this uh uh i can i can uh me, me and brandon can can write web comics he yeah, can sure be like that. Somebody designed designed Brandon as a vampire werewolf. I mean, we're yeah, twelve like a, years too late, but whatever. We're six years too late to make a popular podcast. Yeah, Frank, Frank was saying like the dinosaur comics, comics, right? Yeah, yeah, like where there's a set number of frames that he just recycles, and you can put them in different order, kind of like Space Ghost Coast to Coast, I guess. How they kept recycling yeah. the same. Yeah, so we, we basically need six six frames. We need three where Brandon yeah. is not a werewolf, and three where Brandon is a werewolf. <laughs> And the ones with the werewolf will run only during the full moon. <laughs> well, you yeah. need some variety too. Like you need one where Tim's throwing up. You need one where Brandon looks really sad. Get in touch with us, intrepid artist of the world. All right. Okay. Explain hyperdimension Neptunia to your mom. Oh, God, oh no, my God! <laughs> the, the old explain it to your mom. Mom, it's a video game about little girls who represent video game consoles from throughout history. It begins with a scene of tentacle rape. I don't want to have to explain to you what that is. It's yes, I went to church last week, and everything's cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it's, it's a video game about... Uh, it's, it's just a game about talking to girls. Uh, except it, it, it should make it easier for me to talk to girls in real life, because the girls in this game share personality traits with my favorite legacy video game consoles. One of the big problems here is that the game my, is really bad. For, for, well, <laughs> for my particular mom, she uh, at one point in her life got a hold of a terrible news story about how all video games have rape in them, mm-hmm. uh, where it was citing things like Custer's Revenge on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, which like nobody could possibly have purchased i mean a few people did but it's it's like that's not a a major game and that was back before there were any rules about these sorts of things so 
uh, whenever she describes what I do to her friends, she's like, but he doesn't make those kinds of video games. He doesn't make those awful ones about murdering uh, old people and things. And uh, so, like, if I if I had to explain this to her, I'd probably have to use her own logic about it and say it's, you know... One of those games. It is one of those games. The One of those games that you keep saying exist and that I say don't exist. This one is one of them. And this is for... Uh, uh, you know who I could have turned out to be if I never left. Uh, if I le- never left home, I could have turned out to be a person that would enjoy that video game. I have a theory that Hyperdimension Neptunia and Shigagamer.com are both expressions of the same innate psychological desire to have sex with a video game. Yeah, or a twelve-year-old. Yeah. Right. It's the same fetish. Oh, wait, I didn't mean to say yeah like that. <laughs> <laughs> meant, I meant to say oh yeah. You meant to say ooh yeah. Ooh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, did, did we do it? I think we did it. Yeah, did we explain it to mom? Yeah, we explained it's it to creepy. mom. It's one of those games. And I'm no, I, I, think, I think the perfect explanation for it is... is uh, uh, my, my mom would say, "What is this? Well, what is this video game you play in here?" And I would say, "Mom, I'm not a pedophile. I think that's that's the way to explain it. But I wouldn't right. be playing that game. Let I, would, us, I wouldn't be playing it. Let us okay, wrap okay, up. Sorry, with wrap our up, lightning round. Uh, I'd, like, All right. I'd like to do something Hello. a little bit different this week. Uh, what I'm going to no. do is I'm going to tell you the name of a video game." And you have to review it in a single sentence in action button style. Oh man, I love the action button style. I, I invented that style. Um, that would be a bit of a challenge for me because I don't know exactly what the action. The button action style button is. style is name of game is complex metaphor. Or it's, it doesn't have to be a complex metaphor. Just finish the sentence. Right. Okay. Like like uh yeah. We have yeah three, yeah yeah. We have three minutes, and if it's fun, we'll do it again. Okay. All right, let's try it. Let's go. Game the game. Uh, Paper Mario. Paper Mario. Paper Mario is. Uh, oh man. Well, I can go now. Paper Mario is the flattest game I've never played. <laughs> nice. Nice. Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn. Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn is a much brighter Fire Emblem than the previous one, which was not as radiant. Ducktales. Oh, DuckTales is the uh, the best pogo, the best feeling pogo stick mechanic in a video game. Michael Jordan, Chaos in the Windy City. <laughs> Michael Jordan, Chaos in the Windy City is the prequel to the greatest game ever made. <laughs> Which is Barkley, Shut Up and Jam Gaiden. Uh, I, sure, I don't know. I just wanted there to be a sequel. Ultima Bye. Online. Ultima Online is definitely better than World of Warcraft. Ninja Gaiden 2, Dark Sword of Chaos. <laughs> Ninja Gaiden 2 Dark Sword of Chaos is Anthrax's favorite game. Pong. It is. Hello? Pong. Pong. Pong is the original video game. Pong, Pong is better than <laughs> most <laughs> games being released today. Yoshi's Story. Yoshi's Story is a story I am not particularly interested in hearing. <laughs> Yoshi's story is a brisk read from start to finish. <laughs> Yoshi's story falls apart around chapter four. <laughs> there we go. Quap is uh is pretty hot. Quap. 
<laughs> Quap is what taught me everything I know about uh, long distance running and hurdling. Destroy all <laughs> yeah. humans. Destroy all humans is a game I haven't played. Destroy all humans is an as a weak attempt to capitalize on the dubious popularity of Mars Attacks. Duck Hunt! <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> nope. <laughs> that was pretty good, though. Uh, Destroy all humans is my mantra. Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt is not very fun uh, if you are uh, more than three inches from the television screen. Lost. Duck Hunt is that other game that came with my Nintendo. Oh. Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey is better than Final Fantasy VII. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Conquer's Bad Fur Fur Day made uh, children worldwide learn the word shit. The word shit. Man, I ruined it. Yeah. Conquer's Bad Fur Day is not all that bad anyway. Conquer's Bad Fur Day is in need of uh, a blow dry and a and a little bit of a shampooing. Kingdom Hearts: Birth by Sleep. Cage of Hearts Birth by Sleep is is my favorite game about stillbirth. <laughs> it's my favorite game. Is Cage of Hearts Birth by Sleep is probably the best video game ever made that has birth and sleep uh, both in the title. And that is our time for this week. This is the Insert Credit Podcast signing off. Our theme next week will be talking about stuff. Talking about stuff. I cannot wait. I'm ready. I, I'm. I. I think we're finally gonna get to the topic that I want to talk about, which is stuff. Part, parts of my body are prepared. Yes. Podcast over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>